Hi, honey. My name is Travis. I'm a psychic medium, and this is Psychic Happy Hour, a podcast designed to help you along your spiritual journey while having a few laughs along the way. Join me and some of my special guests as we dive into various topics around life and what lies beyond. I'm so excited that you're here. Let's go ahead and get started with this week's episode. Welcome back to Psychic Happy Hour. My next guest today is the amazing Jaya Rose. She is a visibility and business coach and creator of the Being Well-Known Membership for Coaches and Healers. She helps her students get off the sidelines and become the main character in their life and business so they can change more lives with their work and create a lifestyle that is juicy and fulfilling. Welcome to Psychic Happy Hour, Jaya. I'm so excited to have you here. Oh, I love when you talk about me. That sounded so good. <laughs> oh, listen, I'm I'm all about the juicy lifestyle. So to mm, have you here today is such, such a treat. Oh, thank you so much. So Jaya, you know, let's kind of just start with the basics. Give us a rundown for those who haven't been lucky enough to come across your social media pages like TikTok and Instagram. Give mm-hmm. us like a snapshot of what you do and how you show up and serve. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my business is 100% online and has been for the last eight years. So that's a, a big theme for me is really expanding my voice. And then in doing that, I realized how much I feel the importance of it. Um, I really had an awakening around the value of my voice when I first brought my business online. And that's why I show up on TikTok. And it's why I have a membership called Being Well Known. And I teach something called Video Magic. And for me, it's all about this expression and creating positive change. It's like, I don't know, this is going to not sound as, um, maybe this isn't the credit I deserve, but it's almost like, why not? You know, like we yeah. we live in this in this world that has so much contrast. There is so much negativity, and I also know that there are a lot of people like you and me and your listeners who believe in something more, believe in something better. And mm-hmm. and if you have that message on your heart to share, I feel it's really important to do so. And I happen to have the skills to turn that into a profitable business. So that that's my um responsibility, really, even as much as it is an opportunity. So you've been doing this for eight years. What was the moment that you were like, okay, this is it. This is my path. Yeah. Well, the the moment always comes with some like windy life story. And (laughs) (laughs) the, the moment is many years in the making, but actually it is a moment. Um, we, we were living in a house that we were renting and we, meaning my husband, Jonathan and our daughter, Ava was about two at the time. She's 10 now. And we were, so we were renting a house in Portland, Oregon, and we wanted to buy a house. So we started looking at the market. It was wild. In fact, it's still wild, but we were like, damn, you know, our mortgage is going to be twice as much as the rent we're paying. And we kind of got this idea, maybe we should talk to our landlord because we do love the house we're renting. Simultaneous to this, our front door broke and it was actually the lock (laughs) on the door. So we got locked in to our house. Um, Now we had a side door, so we could physically get out of the house, but 
it was an interesting symbolism in this timing, right? Mm-hmm. We're like, wait, wait a minute. Like literally the deadbolt just was like, no, you you will stay here. Um, and so the owner of the house, his name is Bob, and he was this really amazing shaman and massage body worker. Like he always just had the best energy and he picked us to live in the house because he liked my energy. So I was like, there's like a whole vibe here, right? So he always hired somebody to come and fix anything. Like he had literally never fixed anything in the, I think we'd lived there for two and a half years at this point. And Mm -hmm. this one time, the guy who he had come and fix was out of town. So Bob had to come fix the door. So this, this is one of the moments that led it led into this massive transformation and awakening. He's at my house. I remember Ava was asleep for a nap. And so I was just Mm -hmm. standing around talking to him while he's fixing the front door. And I mentioned we're wanting to buy a house. And he said, you know what? There's actually this tax break. I think that if I'm renting for a certain amount of time, which ended up being under three years, which he was right at, and I sell, then I get this tax break. Um, And so I think I might want to sell this house. Wow. And I said, yeah, I said, oh, cool. Cool. Is that why we got locked in then? (laughs) I love that. Right. And so I I pitched him a number a couple days later, which was probably 80,000 less than market value, honestly. But I was like, this seems good. He accepted it within. Wow. Oh, yeah. Within a week, we're closing on the house. So when we close, it's all very sort of like, you know, um, friendly. He brings Mm -hmm. over his girlfriend and his girlfriend. So they're in their 50s. His girlfriend is a retired MD life coach Mm -hmm. who has an online coaching business. Okay. Mm -hmm. So as Jonathan and Bob are sitting in the kitchen signing the papers, Cricket, who is the retired MD life coach, and I are sitting in the living room and she's just talking to me about my potential basically. And I'm telling her I've been a personal trainer for 12 years. I'm an entrepreneur. I own my own little Mm -hmm. fitness studio. I've been a life coach um, for the whole time too. And I've always wanted to go more into coaching, but you know, personal training is my bread and butter. And I was sort of like Mm -hmm. expressing both desire and fear to her, which Mm -hmm. she was a good coach, right? So she, she, she saw it and she tells me, well, you know, have you ever heard of the online coaching space? She just introduces it to me. And that was the moment. She started explaining to me how you could reach more people and you could share your message on larger stages and really just sold me this idea of impact. And Mm -hmm. I was like, damn, I actually do want impact. I just Mm -hmm. didn't know. I didn't allow myself to want it because I was afraid of what it was going to mean, what it was going to, really what it was going to cost me. Yeah. Right. And that, and that was it. She actually introduced me to Marie Forleo. Marie Forleo was pretty popular Mm -hmm. still at that time. She had a a free series because she was launching her B school and I watched Mm -hmm. her series and I was like, sister friend, you are like, we almost look similar Marie Forleo and Mm -hmm. I, and, um, and I was like, wait, you, wait, you are me. I am you, but yet you have all this success and knowledge and I fucking want that. And it just was like, never was my life the same after that moment. I love that story so much. So, so much. And so, you know, so you're getting into the coaching space and, you know, and and it's 
so saturated, especially now, right? Oh yeah. After mm-hmm. after post post pandemic. And, you know, I, I think it might just be my algorithm. It just might be the influx, but I look and I'm like mm. inundated with coaches and people who are offering to help and, and improve your life. And I think it's mm. all beautiful. And I'm so excited to see all of these voices, but how did you find your authenticity and align with that in this kind of sea of people who I'm sure were giving you opinions and suggestions mm. and, and all of that. How did you align with your yeah. authenticity and find your voice? Mm. That is the best question ever. <laughs> so <laughs> you're, you'll, you'll probably appreciate this answer, but one, you know, trial and error and mm-hmm. be willing, being willing to go all in without all of the evidence or information. Mm-hmm. And I think that that really is key for me. And I think everybody's energy is different and what's going to regulate or dysregulate someone's nervous system is different. So for me, that's not dysregulating. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I went all in on my fitness business. I didn't even bring the coaching into it. I I, I hired a a one-on-one coach and I built out all these different fitness programs. Simultaneously, I was using video. I probably created hundreds of videos that first Mm -hmm. year. And- that I followed the spark is what it is because mm-hmm. I realized the spark is dead for me in fitness. The reason I was in fitness is because it honored those coaching skills, those people skills that are naturally mine. And I took those away by being online. And I was mm-hmm. like, I really don't care that much about your abs, but yet my core program is called 21 day ab challenge. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so Basically, I took away my voice and authenticity. Like I dissected what I had been doing and I saw where the power actually lied. And that was within conversation with people. And and people really uh, like my insights, right? That's why I that's why I had a career. So for so long helping people, it didn't matter what I was helping them with, to be honest. Yeah. And that's what I realized. And so it was almost like I had to see that and be in that place of, well, I've depleted what I'm really, really passionate about and good at. And now I want that back. And at the time, I was excited about video and Mm -hmm. Facebook Live had just came out um, Mm -hmm. that summer. And I said, okay, I have a spark around this. I love video. I love messaging and I'm just so excited about it. So I'm going to just go for that. And I left behind everything. And this is what I mean by go all in. Sometimes going all in is getting all out, getting mm. all the way out. Mm. And I I had to do that. I had to let go completely of this career that I'd built for 12 years. I was in my late 30s at this point. I was 38, you know, um, which is still young, but also for, you know, starting 100% from scratch mm-hmm. in a new career is an interesting choice. And yeah. it was because... I decided to follow the spark. And when you ask about authenticity and voice, that is, that's the core of it. Like this most simple answer is that from the letting go of fitness and going into teaching video, which I still teach, you know, so it really Mm -hmm. is genuine passion of mine. um, Mm -hmm. It has been about following the spark every step of the way. So that is how I find my authenticity. I don't think there's anything more authentic than following your intuition and doing what lights mm. you up. Even if you don't know where it's taking you, right? Right, right. Like no I clue. Think especially. 
there there's yeah. so many similarities in our stories. I was in beauty for 17 years. Mm, and okay. I was in I was on the sale. I started as a makeup artist at Mac in like 2005 okay. and I was totally a diversity hire. They literally just hired me cuz they're like, right. "Oh my god, you're gay. Can you do makeup?" Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, "Or sure. I'd only ever done drag makeup." So, you know, it, it wasn't it, it wasn't they're like, it can wasn't, you, you tone know, it down a little though? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, sure. Right. And so, you know, so I did, but then I got into the sales side of things and business. And what I really loved was leadership and helping people grow. Mm, yeah. I loved that. Like, that's what set my soul on fire. Like, yeah, the makeup part was great, but I loved helping people and clients. I loved helping them just feel really good about themselves and feel really empowered and was I like the best makeup artist? Like, no, like I could, I could do some makeup. Right. But right. You know, I wasn't Kevin Aquan or anything. Um, anyone listening, if you're old enough to understand who I'm talking about, I love you and you're my favorite. Um, <laughs> so, 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 you know, so I, so then I left like, you know, COVID happened and my, my job was dissolved and they offered me the company I was at the time offered me a lower paying role in a different position just to save my job. And I was like, no, I'm good. Thanks. And I just left with zero plan. And I didn't wow. plan on being a psychic medium. These were always gifts that I had, but it wasn't anything I ever shared. It was nothing that I ever did mm. for money. It was just things I would do. And so following like that spark of just yeah. that, I love connecting with people. I love helping people. I also really love jumping between here and spirit. And so let's just follow that. And then, you know, we got on TikTok, started doing some readings and the rest is there. Everyone knows my story, but the, well, not everyone, people listening probably know by now, because we've got some pretty rad, dedicated listeners. Um, I love that. But all that to say, I'm loving the, I'm loving the, um, the synchronicity. Synchronicity. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So and good. I just want to highlight what you said about how you left it behind. You were like, no, I'm good. And that that's that same thing I'm talking about. Like going all in sometimes looks like leaving it all behind. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's crazy, right? When people are like, what are you going to do? And you're like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I don't need to. Um, so you work with a lot of people on helping them find their voice, especially people in the healing space, which I think is so wonderful. Mm. Um, what do you find though, to be the biggest roadblock that people encounter when it comes to showing up authentically? Mm -hmm. Strategy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Tell me more. Thinking, yeah. Because I'm thinking about the type of people who join being well-known or my video magic program. They're like, mm. They're so good at what they do and they are equally passionate about it. And so mm -hmm. truly there is no lack of authenticity or even what I call star power, because I do believe that in order to have a business that thrives using mm -hmm. video, we do need star power. I call it the main mm -hmm. character energy mm -hmm. and, and we need that. And so instead of going all in on that and claiming, okay, I'm going to have to step into how I present myself and my presence, right? Like stage power is stage presence. Um, then it's much easier to start listening to coaches and TikTok gurus and other video coaches who tell you the step-by-step -step strategy, because that is going to be a lot more in a comfort zone than mm -hmm. what we actually need to do. 
I'm just going to mm. say that, right? It's mm -hmm. easier to think that you need to post more than to say, actually, mm -hmm. it's about diving deep into your own story, recognizing the value of the transformation you've had and being willing to stand there. There's nothing more vulnerable than sharing your transformation story in context to selling. Mm. <laughs> like what fucking roadmap do we have for that? None. Right. I was not given one. <laughs> no, me neither. Me neither. Because on the contrary, we were taught that sales was icky that, right. Don't be a yeah. used car salesman. Don't. Right. It's like, who wants to go and sell? And yet that is yeah. what you need to do when yeah. we're talking about growing a business. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, like the core issue isn't that it's not within them. I don't, I don't teach people how to use their voice. They already know how. Mm. I teach them that their voice is valuable and I give them permission to use it in a way that they never were taught how. That's incredible. That's really incredible. If I because could you're... do that, right? Like if mm. I could just do that even by one video, mm -hmm. um, if I can help empower someone to say, wow, okay, yeah, mm. I could be... I could be more empowered about how I own my magic and about how I own the transformation I'm able to help people with. Then heck yeah. You know, I've done my job. Also, so they should join my membership. <laughs> yes. And we'll have all of that linked in the episode notes for anybody who is like chomping at the bit now to work with Jaya. So we'll have Aww. everything linked in the notes for the episode. But, you know, I love what you're saying. And you're so right. That energy of folks who are on Instagram or TikTok or whatever form of social media, and they're just trying to sell a program without really any of that heart yeah. behind it. It's mm. so, it's so apparent. It's like, okay, you're really just trying to tell me something, sell me something. And something yeah. I really love about your approach is that I never feel, whenever I watch one of your videos, I, and I have actually, I'm proud to say I have bought, like, I think your social media prompts, um oh, package nice. or something I bought one and they're yeah. great like and I I've used them and they're super nice. helpful um but you know what I love about the way that you show up is that I never feel like I'm being sold something or you know it's just it it really translates as super authentic which I think is so awesome and led to you recently had a video go viral on yeah. TikTok and you gained what was the number of followers that you gained in a few days from this video i mean within the total span of it being viral which was about three weeks it was forty thousand. um but within the first few yeah. days it was like fifteen thousand. you know um yeah. crazy crazy yeah what was that like for you oh my gosh well you know speaking of what i just was talking about storytelling I was telling a story and it actually wasn't even related to my business, which is a very interesting lesson. Uh, I could go into that very deeply if we want. Uh, but ultimately, I mean, going viral, I would say, first of all, is not for everybody. Secondly, for me personally, I am really sensitive. My nervous system is like the mm -hmm. most sensitive. So it was overwhelming. Um, it also was exciting. Both. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I did a good job of keeping perspective during it, which I was proud of. And I felt like, you know, well, this is all my years of visibility and business and business and video paying off because 
um, I really was like, hey, okay, ground back into like, how do you want to use this? What do we want to do? Because it's a lot of information coming at one time. And it's really easy to kind of like just lose grounding. Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure mm-hmm. I did. I'm sure I wasn't like fully regulated the whole time. But what what it ended up being is like this really powerful catalyst to recognizing, you know what, fuck it, like on e- on an even bigger level. Because mm. there was about 4,000 comments and 75% of them, most, yeah, about, were really mm-hmm. nice, right? They mm-hmm. not only nice, but like I was changing people's lives with this video. Mm-hmm. The video, mm-hmm. and for context for your listeners, was about my second divorce by age 30 and about how mm-hmm. I went to couples group therapy alone and the lessons that I learned from this therapist that I still use in my current marriage, in my life, and they're powerful lessons about making agreements, about understanding the places that we need to make agreements in our relationships. And so people were like taking notes, you know, and mm-hmm. really wanted more information about it. And that was like, wow, this is amazing. And then there were so many triggered men, um, mm. uh, you know, cis, hetero, probably most of them white, some of them, yeah, yeah very actually diverse. They were diverse, I mm-hmm. will say. And they were just so upset that <sighs> they couldn't pigeonhole me into being somebody who was a loser, basically. That's mm-hmm. all they wanted. They were like, you've had two divorces by 30, you know, you are low value. And then, mm. or like, you, it's your fault, all this stuff. And I'm like, bro, I'm taking responsibility in this video. Like, yeah. you can't tell someone it's their fault when they're taking responsibility. That's just dumb. Um, number two, I don't need your approval or disapproval to tell me my value because I know my value from within and they don't know how to fucking deal with that. Yeah. Wild. Oh, you are. Yeah. You're, and you're so right. I mean, I've had a couple of videos go viral on TikTok, and then recently my, um, the Instagram algorithm graced me. Okay, uh, and you know, I grew from since December, um, one hundred eighty thousand followers on Instagram since December. It's now July, so seven months. What? And it was all organic. It was just me showing up authentically, sharing channeled messages as wow, a medium, which I'd never okay. done on Instagram. It was always on TikTok, but never on Instagram. And then I just started doing it on Instagram, and we had this great success. But you're so right. A lot of the comments, I read the comments. I read every single one. I try to comment on every single one. And they're so nice. But you're right. There will be about 25% of people who Mm -hmm. just get so triggered. And it's like, you know, I I like to think that if they're triggered, there's something I said that's going to like activate some healing for them, hopefully. And I feel the same way about I feel the same way about your message or maybe not. Maybe they, they will be oblivious to it. Right. But um, it is it is wild when you have kind of that really quick success. How have you managed your, you know, you had mentioned some nervous system um, deregulation. How do you manage your mental mm. health showing up in this, in the way that you do so authentically to make sure that you're still organically sharing, but also keeping yourself safe? Yeah, yeah. Well, I had to learn quickly. Um, mm. <laughs> during that time, because I I never would have 
had strategies in place or known how to. Uh, So number one, I made a rule for myself that I was either going to block or ignore, Mm -hmm. or I was going to smoke. (laughs) 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 So I smoked a lot of people. Well, and actually I I added a third category there and that was just to respond. So it was either like block, ignore, respond, or smoke. And then like literally those were the only options for meaning I'm not dwelling over it. I'm not Mm -hmm. overthinking it. I'm not taking it personal. Those things had to be in place because if I were to get my feelings hurt, oh man, I'd be fucked. Mm. Mm. And so I think we got to like make those decisions along the way. And, you know, this is why most people aren't going to go viral their first couple videos. Some do, but most people are going to be building the muscle of how to, how to use video and how to share their messages. Like all of that is beautiful practice because it's going to build your confidence to when you do get a hate comment, you can Mm -hmm. not take it personal. Mm-hmm. right it's just the most important thing so see so yeah so i think that was really helpful it's like i didn't believe any of them they're saying these yeah. terrible things to me and they're criticizing me for my life choices and my story that literally yeah. has led me to a 10-year marriage to the most amazing man to a 10-year-old daughter who you know i have a 26-year-old daughter who's like has a multi-million dollar business from that one of those failed marriages I do in quotes, right? It's like, y'all have no fucking idea what you're talking about. I live a rich, beautiful life and I'm super confident about that. So I think that it's partly that, right? Is just part, and part of the work I do with people is story Mm -hmm. and owning your story because once you do that, nobody can shame you for it. I love all of that. What are some final words that you'd like to leave with our listeners today? All right. So what I want to leave you with is this idea of stepping into your main character era. Mm. And whether you are starting a business or you are empowering your life, this applies across the board. And it's this idea that we start to really identify what role are we playing in our own life Mm. and what role are we allowing other people to play in our lives. It really is the most empowering place that I started personally is identifying these things. And so this is just kind of like a fun little roadmap that y'all can take with you. But it's the idea that, okay, if what you want is to help other people or just help yourself and be the most empowered, authentic version of yourself, in my experience, that is going to be in your main character role. Okay. Mm -hmm. Your main character role is taking responsibility for your life. It is owning your story. It is deciding who you are, not based on other people's judgments, but by your own definition. And it is, and you all know, right? There's many brands of this, of empowerment, but this is the way that I like to think about it because then it crosses over to business and using video and speaking and all that really nicely, right? Um, but whether you just want to be empowered in your life or not, main character era, okay? Now, the other role that I think maybe a lot of your listeners could relate to is the supporting role, okay? The supporting role is the good friend. It's the good listener, It's probably who both you and I were, Travis, when we were hairdresser and personal trainer. Mm -hmm. Okay? We're fucking great at it. And the supporting role really is so close to the main character role. Meaning like you could transition into it 
very easily. And it's also really easy to kind of hang out there because you get praise for it. Right? Everyone loves the best friend, but is the mm-hmm. best friend truly in their power? We don't know, right? These are questions for you mm-hmm. and for your for your audience. And so identifying like, where am I playing the main character versus the supporting role? You know, you're in the supporting role because here are some common traits. You're putting your needs on the back burner, okay? Mm-hmm. You're putting other people's needs in front of your own. Maybe even just me asking you like, hey, what do you need today? Maybe mm-hmm. isn't so easy to answer because it really does start with that. It's always about that internal dialogue and internal relationship. And then we can take that and and give it out to the world. So in order to be in main character, we've got to be recognizing that we are important, right? We are on the front burner, our needs, our desires. And, and that's how we, we make that shift. Now, the other two roles um, I'd be interested to hear from you and and from your listeners, how you feel Mm -hmm. about this, but one is the bystander. And that means a bystander, like you're literally just like hanging out. You don't really, they're probably not even listening to your podcast um, because mm-hmm. they're they're in pattern mm-hmm. in their life, right? It, 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 the patterns are playing out, the learned behaviors from childhood, probably from a lot of traumas are just playing out. And this is a very common place. This is where a lot of people are. They're just the bystander of their life. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've probably all been there at different times as well. And then the, the other one is the critic. Okay. Mm-hmm. The critic is actually more active in their life than the bystander, which is really fucking mind bending. But if you think about it, like you just said about the people who are commenting negatively, like maybe what you said actually is hitting them. And I'll just give you one example Many, many men who were saying negative things to me were judging me. Okay. This is, that's the critic, the person Mm -hmm. who's judgmental and who ultimately they're, they're not taking responsibility for their own life because anybody who does is too busy doing that than judging other people. (laughs) Okay. Um, Right. So many, many of these men, I would comment back and say, like, for example, they're, basically wishing divorce on me. They're like, oh, well, can't wait to see her next video talking about her third divorce. This was like a very <laughs> common theme. They think they're so cute and funny, right? Yeah. And I was like, bro, I've been married, happily married for 10 years and we have a beautiful daughter. It's not kind to wish divorce on someone. Right. Like I just went to the heart, you know, and yeah. I couldn't do this with everybody, but I did it with a few dozen people and every, almost I, I, I want to say every single one came back with an apology on their next comment. Good. Really incredible. Like, I'm sorry, that was rude of me. You know, you're, mm-hmm. you're a beautiful woman. Like, I was like, damn, you know, um, the critic is begging for someone to be kind to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. they're paying attention, right, to other people's lives which means they want to be inspired, but they're very, um, they're real activated, (laughs) real activated. And, and if they get stuck in that place, you know, God bless them potential to move into the supporting role, which they did immediately. They moved into the supporting role. Mm. Very interesting. So these, you know, I, I hope this is helpful. I love to have these sort of affirmative 
ways to look at it, you know, it's like, well, what role am I playing in my life or in my business? Because we do have the power to shift it. And the the most powerful way to do that is through awareness. I love that so much. So good. That was nice. absolutely, ju- that was absolutely juicy. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was absolutely I, juicy. I love that. Jaya, can you tell, can you please tell our wonderful listeners where everyone can find you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm with Jaya Rose everywhere. So I love to, to think of it. It's like, come join me. And whether you want to grow your business or step more into your own main character era, um, you know, you can do it with Jaya Rose. So uh, I'm sure you'll add the links below, but on TikTok, Instagram, threads, where else are we? Um, all the YouTube, places, all you, all the places with Jaya Rose. Uh, Jaya, this has been such a great conversation and definitely a lot of great takeaways for myself. And I'm sure people listening, thank you so much I for swinging that. by psychic happy hour. We appreciate you. Oh, I appreciate you all. Thank you for having me and tuning in. And we'll be back soon with another episode. And as always, I love you and I'm incredibly proud of you.